Uh, welcome back to part two. <laughs> um, all right, changing, pivoting the conversation a little bit. Um, you are an incredibly talented artist and someone that I'm very inspired by. And um, you're, you have a, a really beautiful and expressionistic um, style of art, and I'll share the links um, below. How, how did you find and sort of develop your style with that? Oh, I love to talk about art. So this is just great. And I'm doing it so much with these kids that it's just like, it's like a new thing, you know, talking about it. I always would just do it. But now realizing that, yeah, we should put words to these processes. Um, firstly, I, I studied it in, in college long ago and I have a degree and everything. But right when I was put on these drugs all throughout my 20s, I, they disabled my ability to paint. So uh, lithium is like um, often prescribed for people diagnosed with bipolar disorder and it, it destroyed me. So I um, would, didn't paint again until I was about 27. Wow. And, um, you know, after, like I said, I got a degree in it, which was so crazy. My parents spent all that money. So I kind of fell into it again. It's almost like I had to reteach myself. I, you know, it's like, you know, you're born with this ability and then you are pursuing it and then suddenly it like totally stopped in its tracks. So I was very drawing oriented. I was very into making things look the way they are represented uh, in realism. But then when I, towards the later part of my college, I discovered color, which was everything to me because I just wanted to put color in absolutely everything and loosen up with it. So during the time that I wasn't able to paint, I didn't, like I said, do any art. I wasn't able to access that part of myself. Um, but then when I switched medications, which allowed me to open up a little bit more, um, I ended up discovering the painting again. So I kind of just, from that point forward, just kind of, you know, um, found inspiration in... I guess, images that triggered some kind of empowerment. So I, I remember I was doing a series where there was a lot of like women and I did like a lot of goddess looks, you know, and I have all these like paintings around that. Later on, when I went into face and body painting, that took up so much of my time that when I discovered the body, it was like, oh, I can use this huge canvas and I can paint whatever, where, whatever I want. And the thing about that paint was that it was very, um, it works like makeup. You could be very exact with it. It's extremely um, forgiving. And I was able to then really tell a story on a person. So that really like drove me because I was just like, wow, I can tell a story. This is great. I can get very exact. So I brought back a lot of my drawing into it. And then this last series I did when I ended up leaving body painting, well, I'm still body painting, but leaving my business for through uh, COVID, um, I went to the canvas again. So this last series I did, which I'm really thrilled about because it's like in this healthcare center in this area that is just so beautiful. And so many people are able to see it right now. So I'm really thrilled. But it was all about COVID and I guess the year... It was a full year it took me to complete these paintings. And they're pretty big. They're like three by four. So it ended up going into this area where it's almost like pop art. So I ended up, as long as I could just throw tons of color into it, that's huge for me. Because I feel like color is the best way you can communicate emotion. Yeah. 
And if you, I mean, everyone does it differently. People could do it with no color, but that, that's the way I can communicate the emotion. So um, I just, you know, threw myself into it and I just feel like, you know, whatever is in the forefront of my mind in terms of needing to communicate something, I just try to find the right symbols to do that. And a lot of times I'll layer the symbols. So it's almost like a collage feeling. So yeah, it's just been development over the course of time and just trying to communicate the essence of the message. I tend to try to uh, use symbols that people can recognize. And, and I think that's where that pop art lean is, is developing more in my work because, you know, me and you could both see, you know, a Facebook symbol but when I put it inside the painting and I have a whole story around it, there's a lot that be, could be communicated by just making sure that symbol is communicated. So symbols are everything. And, you know, they go in every other uh, artistic expression, too. So I always encourage these kids that I'm teaching right now to think about symbols. And I I want to push that point because I just feel it's so important just in life. Because one of the things that I kept getting in like misdirected with and and could people were confused by me was that when i go into these deep states i use symbolic imagery in my speaking that freaks people out so if we were more as a society interested in talking using symbols like they do in many indigenous cultures I don't think we would be so judgmental of each other when we were using that kind of language to communicate our feelings. So I think that's really important. Which is which is a really interesting thing because we've all evolved from some kind of communication through symbols. And yet somewhere along the way, we've gone, oh no, that's that's really out there. That's mm-hmm. that's weird. That is, is, I know humans are weird in, in the way we, we do. Yeah. Um currently working on your book as well. Are you able to share some more information about this? Oh, this book. I don't know when it's going to get out there. I just got another rejection today. People, you will make millions of dollars if you if you represent me. I'm looking for my agent still, okay? I've been at this for a while. Um, you know, I have to keep living and working so I don't get as much time at it as I, I would like on this journey of trying to find the right representation. But I think that's a little controversial. Uh, it, it is a memoir. It's about my my life and, and my journey with this whole mess of a uh, of a system. But I also point out a lot about the theories in the book. So I interweave a lot of exposition with nonfiction. So you know, outside of just like my nonfiction uh, memoir uh, story, I also try to bring all that in. So there's a lot of information in there. I think it's really. Um, it is very, very relevant, very current. I think that it had to be it had to be rewritten several times because I just always had to keep up with the science that was going on. Um, and it talks a lot about these these evolutionary principles that we go by, believing that everything is material that's passed down from generation to generation. There's these lots of other alternative theories right now that like morphic resonance, for instance, morphic resonance is this idea that you inherit things, but not everything that's inherited is physical. So it's not just in genes. It's also in psychic 
energies, you know, things that your grand great grandfather might have experienced, you you know because you are experiencing that as a um more of a wave wavelength of uh, almost like a collective unconscious, that inheritance, that Jungian idea. So these ideas are out there in psychology. These ideas are out there, even in science, people are working on these things, but we're so stuck on this idea that everything is mechanistic, that it's material. And that is directly linked to the problems that we experience believing that psychiatry is actually doing something that's helpful. I can't wait to read it, honestly. Like every time I talk to you about it, I just I want it in my hands right now. I want to have a cup of tea or coffee next to me and just just because these these are the conversations that that matter. I don't know how we've got such a kind of you know, you go online and and the the Twitter news or all the mainstream news, it's all just not not all obviously, but there's just a lot of um shallow conversations out there or shallow um news whether it's celebrity news or, or something else and um yeah we we're going to find a way to to get you I, I'm going to do everything I can to get this. oh my gosh I love it um going back to, to, to the healing journey because I know our, our time is um we haven't got much time left unfortunately because I know we could talk for hours and hours on all these <laughs> subjects but what has been a significant aid in your healing journey Well, we've discussed this, you know, certainly creativity on every level, anything that I can do. uh, I would definitely say nutrition is huge for me personally, because I have a lot of um, inflammation with uh, uh, different kinds of uh, allergens. That's uh, so I tell people, you know, always look into that first. If you are experiencing any mood issues that I think is a big uh, thing to get into balance. So I try to incorporate that. And um, for me personally, again, people who are labeled with such a thing as bipolar disorder, we sometimes have trouble sleeping. I think sleep is huge, getting enough of it. I mean, I still only get like six hours of sleep, but if I go less, excuse me, if I go less than that, then there could be problems. So yes, uh, there's certain strategies that I do to, to try to balance that. And also, you know, and I say this very openly and I talk about it on my podcast all the time. In fact, I am going to her to see her today, my medical marijuana doctor. I personally do subscribe to cannabis treatment and not all cannabis treatment makes you high. So I want people to realize that too. There are terpenes that you could take in gummies or tinctures that literally just help with either pain if you're experiencing anything with pain or like sleep there's a cbn that's just made for sleep and it just makes you go to sleep so there are a lot of different uh aids that you can use uh you know cbd is also good for different things uh and it just takes the edge off and it probably works in ways that are very helpful for my um getting off of the uh, medication right now. I'm actually in the middle of tapering my psych meds. So in doing that, the cannabis treatment helps with, I believe it's been very successful so far um, in kind of getting my nervous system relaxed and uh, lessening any inflammation that might occur with that. So I've, I've, I'm, I'm a believer. I'm probably reducing the shock. To the system right like if you if yes you're reducing these meds and and i know this not from tapering but from cold turkeying the the potential risk is in the shock factor yes to the central nervous system so 
I think if there's something that's relatively safe that you can put in place um, to mitigate that without then taking on a new medication, which can right. then compound the issues, then yeah, I think that's, you know, that's something that we should be talking about and people have access to at least understanding whether that's something that can, can help them. Exactly. Um, quickly touching back on the nutrition, is there, are there any sort of things that you've cut out that you find or added in that you found have made a significant difference on the nutrition front? Absolutely. Sugar, 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 get rid of it. There's no need for it. Listen, even today, I wasn't going to have that muffin. I did. There was a little sugar in it. it we know that we're going to give into it sometimes. It's not the end of the world. However, we have way too much sugar in all of our processed foods. So big, limit the processed foods, limit sugars, and sugars are also in things like wheat. So, you know, I am gluten-free. I've been gluten-free for 10 years. And when I did make that change, it was huge because a lot of people don't know the history of the wheat journey in, in, at least America is very, I don't know how it is in other countries, but our American wheat is basically has been dwarfed over generations. And it's just, it's been processed so much and filled with other fillers, including sugar that, you know, the products made with wheat that it's like, we aren't really even eating the, the wonder bread of the seventies. You know what I mean? Even that was probably healthier. So right now, um, yeah, balancing for me personally, those things, I'm also not a big fan of alcohol and I don't want to like judge anybody who, who needs that, you know, uh, listen, socially alcohol is, is helpful and it's enjoyable. I'm not saying, you know, to, to eliminate it from your life if that's something you enjoy, but limit it because that's where sugar is. There's tons of sugar in alcohol. Yeah. So I think that's one of the, the biggest, you know, uh, things that really do affect mood. Yeah, thank you. That's, um, I, I think nutrition has been a really big one for me as well. And I think if I just heard everything that you've just said kind of five, 10 years ago, I would have avoided a lot of um, extra suffering. And I think nutrition is, um, yeah, it's just such a, a key, plays such a key part in all of our health and lives. Um, but it's quite often not until we're, we're at a health crisis that we really look into it. So if anyone's listening to this, um, and you're sort of curious about looking at nutrition as a way to improve your quality of life. Um, I think we can both sort of really testify to the fact that it, it has been night and day for us, especially for me, cutting out gluten, just like Jan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sugar. And as you say, really key point you brought up, um, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? Right. Because then it just has the opposite effect. If you're stressed right. about these things, um, that obviously doesn't help. So, um, Jan, thank you so much. I think that was probably your alarm for... For your next meeting as well so um pleasure to have you on on the podcast um and just so in, like i could just talk to you for hours and days and weeks so thank you so much hopefully we will chat again <laughs> chat oh again. my gosh thank you so much emma it's always a pleasure i'm thrilled that you are starting this podcast journey and i am 100 percent behind you and a big fan of your message and and what you're trying to do as well so thank you <laughs>